money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money and freedom. Money and freedom. Uh oh, we got to change the the theme of the show. <laughs> this is the show where we talk about the hard issues of money and freedom. Okay, we, we can make that work. I mean, after all, that is so true. I mean, it, yeah, and we have a great guest again today that we're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about money and freedom. So that's what. And got if me you going. haven't figured out that freedom is. You know, one of the themes for most of our shows, and you have to go listen to more shows. And <laughs> here's the plug: you can do that on chri.ca and morethanenough.ca. Those two websites have players, so you don't need a special player. You can just listen on, and away you go. Or you can download the podcast off iTunes and get it right into your inbox. Uh, and again, rate us if you do do that. Just search "Let's Talk Money" with Dave and Reb on iTunes, and you'll find us. So here we are talking about freedom. Mm -hmm. We've got a special guest in with us today. You've got some verses. And from what I understand, when you were talking earlier, I think you want to read the whole book. (laughs) I was just thinking, well, I can't read the whole book, so I have no idea what I'm going to read. Yeah, no, I'll uh, I'll preface this. I was. We've been talking about freedom, Dave. Dave and I, and our, and uh, I'll just say Tim is back. We've had him on the show uh, before. I'm going to interject there. If again, you haven't heard the other show with Tim Jenkins, yes. uh, Again, you can search our website. You can find that particular show. Don't stop listening now, but listen into that. That was such a great conversation. Yes. So welcome, Tim. We're going to get you in here early. <laughs> welcome back. We Thanks. love having you in. Yeah, and that show is on, was on November 3rd, and so you can look there. And it was uh, we were talking about independence and freedom, which turned into truth and contentment. And, you know, it always turns into something else, but or along the same lines. But this morning, we're kind of along that theme of freedom. And one of the things that Tim mentioned when we were discussing the show to me, and I, I wrote it down in my own notes is that sometimes we think that because we're Christians, we are living biblically. And I would like to throw out there that just because we call ourselves Christians doesn't mean we're actually living according to biblical truth, which is a part of our journey with God. We are learning uh, what it means to walk according to the, the heart and the way of the Father through Christ by His Spirit. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we get this culture of Christianity and culture of religious tradition. And the reason I was thinking about Galatians is our pastor's uh, been doing a series on, on Galatians. And what struck me when I read it, because you read it over the years, but what the context of it, reading it all, all the six... Um, chapters, which I'm not going to read this morning, (laughs) but it's about liberty. It's Mm, about the liberty in Christ, and it's about adding to what God has given us. And what is it? Mm -hmm. He does not want us going back to the law, because what the law couldn't do, Jesus did by dying for us. It is. It such, is. It's such a big deal. It is, and and so and and David and I have been talking. You know, we don't want this show to be adding to anybody's 
bondage. Mm-hmm. We we know that we don't always get it right. We know that we sometimes see in part. And sometimes this show, we're processing at the same time and God's revealing truth to us as we speak. But it says in Galatians 5, verse 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and don't be again entangled with the yoke of bondage. Well, I don't think I've understood that the yoke of bondage is the law. Mm-hmm. And we're talking this morning about giving. And we're we're talking about our own understanding. And our friend Tim has got this great phrase, and he's called it the spiritual hierarchy of giving, where we put more value on some kind of giving than we do to others. So we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, but I just want to remind us, the reason we're talking about this is to s- see what Christ says to our hearts and what it is to walk according to the Spirit and not the law. And when you read through Galatians, and I, way to go, you only read you know, one, one verse, verse. <laughs> uh, as opposed to the whole book. That is an achievement. Just want to give you some accolades right now. That Thanks. was very good, Rob. So, uh, but the reality of the whole of Scripture talks about this tension that we have as we this propensity that we have as human beings to replace rules and laws with relationship or replace relationship with with rules and laws laws, right jesus constantly was was batting up against the the religious leaders the pharisees who who knew the law who who understood the law who studied the law who who were supposed to be doing the law and jesus is going you missed it but that's that was in the old testament as well i mean that's not just a new testament phenomena it just becomes really really obvious when we see jesus you know in the 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 wholeness of being god and the wholeness of being here on earth and living out god's plan for humanity here yes. on earth i mean he did that he gave us the model of how to do that and it was even foreign to those who had the law. It was even foreign to those who mm-hmm. were studying the law and they're trying to figure it out. Uh, and they're trying to go, well, wait a minute, what Jesus just said is way beyond what we thought, even though the words are the same. He's quoting us scripture. He's quoting us Old Testament and going, you don't understand this because this is this is what it what means. It, what it means. And, and Jesus did this constantly over and over and over again as you read through the gospel. Right. And so today we're talking to Tim about how this applies exactly to giving and our ideas about giving. So I'm going to get Tim to ask us are you going to introduce Tim just for well, those okay, who don't? Okay, all right, okay, yes. Tim, Tim is a financial planner. He's a kingdom advisor. He's been in the financial planning business since 1995, right? Yes, that's uh, right. So a long time. But he's also been on a journey with the Lord where God's been talking to him um, about the heart issues of money mm-hmm. and and, and that's that, why we like him on the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, this is obviously a topic that I love to talk about and I uh, love to study and uh, because it's so practical, right? And and we deal with money every day. Mm-hmm. We think about money every day. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the thoughts aren't the thoughts that God would have us have about, mm-hmm. uh, about mm-hmm. money because they're thoughts that don't encompass freedom and don't encourage freedom and they're, they're binding thoughts. Mm-hmm. But um, And so this, this is, you know, there's those benchmark um, uh, things you learn in life and 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 this was one for me a while ago um just um and 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 so i had this this thought
thought, and and I think a lot of a lot of us do. I guess I'll ask a couple questions. Um, you know, uh, if here's the question: What would please God more, uh, giving money to orphans or taking our kids to the movie this weekend? Um, or another question would be... Oh, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> For our kids. Is this, our is this a trick, yeah. this a trick question? Our kids say the movies. We're asking these questions legitimately for you to stop and pause and mm-hmm. think. Because the what we're going to talk about briefly here is our understanding of giving. So we're asking these questions for a reason. Mm-hmm. So what would you say as a listener in your own heart initially... What pleases or, God more? Orphans or a movie with your kids? Okay, keep going. Yeah, or, or a second question, if the kids aren't uh, young and at home anymore, you know, what what uh, what would please God more, giving to the church's capital campaign or taking my spouse away for a really nice weekend? I'll well, say the weekend. I, I, I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you got kidding. red in the room. I'm right? just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> kidding. So, so, so why I, I like to start with those questions is uh, I was reading a book years ago uh, by Ron Blue called Splitting Heirs, um, H-I-E-R-S, um, and it's about estate planning. It's one of the – well, it is the best book I've read on, on estate planning. But he tells a really interesting story, and it really captured me because he talks about this business couple, especially a businessman. Um, they've sold their business. They're in their 60s. They've built this business. It's worth millions. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a, a couple that's been married over 40 years, um, and and they've they've just finished the transaction, and Ron's sitting with them, and um, and the wife turns and says, so I guess now, uh, or, or does this mean I can buy a new dresser? And he's wondering, well, that's that's quite a question at this moment of time. So he thought, I better, uh, it would be interesting to, to kind of dig down on this a little like bit. Like a dresser, like a furniture. Exactly. And, and so she says, I, you know, about 50, oh, when we were married, um, we bought a dresser. Um, about 15 years ago, the 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 handles on the dra- one of the one of the drawers broke, and so there's one drawer that for the last 15 years I've not been able to use. And as she's talking about this, Ron notices the husband, and he's kind of got this um, this persona about him, or I, whatever the right word is. That Ron's kind of gathering that the gentleman's kind of patting himself um, mentally on the back for you know I'm frugal, I'm not wasting money on a dresser, um, you know, I'm, I'm reinvesting it, or I'm, you know, and... I can and, identify with that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so... Uh, I'm not making any Dutch comments. That's the only <laughs> Dutch comment I'm going to make. That's all. Sorry. So, Reb is sitting on the other side of the table going, she can identify with this story as well. Yeah, so, so this, this is a couple that's been making a very good income for a long time, and so Ron's just kind of thinking, you know, how can I help communicate a truth here? Um, and so he, he asked the gentleman, you know... Um, well, when it comes to your wife's you know, peace of mind and contentment, you know, is there is there a price that you, you could, you know, you? He says, no, there's no price I would put on that. And, and so Ron then it describes the fact that while this gentleman was building a business, um, his wife's role was to build a home and a family. And just like he invested into the business, um, her role was to invest into into their home. And so what Ron wanted to do was was encourage him to 
to to um, not just write a chapter on this astute business uh, skill that he had, but also to add a chapter in there about romance and and about the fact that he was simply wanting to bless his wife. Um, and so that's where we really get into um, the whole definition of um, biblical stewardship. And and um, I love the definition that Ron uses. Ron says that biblical stewardship is the accomplishment of God-given objectives using God-given resources. And it's the fact that we're accountable for 100% of the resources mm-hmm. we get, not mm-hmm. just the 10% that we might tithe. Um, and so uh, along with that, the question that I really drew out of that needs to now become, well, God, if you're the provider of all my resources, um, then what is it that you want me to do with this money? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are times when that dresser is more important than um, than giving to some other cause, even though it's for personal use inside our home. We have to ask the the owner of the resource why he gave us the money. Mm-hmm. So, which goes back to what we just that phrase that you had given us the spiritual hierarchy of giving. So, in our minds, we are kind of setting, well, this giving, giving to orphans is awesome. Like it's up there. And giving to our kids maybe is a little less because, you know, it's, you know, it's, they're not orphans. They, you know, but giving to orphans. So, kind of in our culture of Christianity or in our homes, we're kind of putting kind of rules, even on our giving, we're putting, I'm just trying to clarify Mm. this so that the Mm -hmm. listener understands. We're kind of saying, you know, for this gentleman, it was awesome. All this money he had, giving it away, giving it away. But meanwhile, his wife didn't have a dresser that that could open. And he needed to take care of that too. Or at least ask the father, father, what do we do? What do we... And I, and I think that's really important, you know, when we talk about the question, you know, you, you mentioned it, Tim, you just brought it up again, Reb, the, the, this idea that when we talk about biblical stewardship, it is based on the foundation that it is 100% all his. And there's a significant amount of freedom in going to the, in a sense, the, the, the one who is ultimately responsible, God, and saying, God, you've blessed us with money, however much it is, whatever's in the bank account, and we want to use it for your glory. And, and the only way that you can do that is to actually know the Father, to actually know, you know, again, if we, if we think of stewardship, you know, the steward had to know the king. He had to know what the what the king was going to do and what lands were, you know, how that was going to be managed and, and whether he was a good king or a bad king, all of that stuff. But we have to know in terms of stewardship how the what the father wants to do with it. And then the decisions, do I give to the poor at this time? Do I buy the dresser at this time? Because as we all know, trying to figure out God's timing, don't even don't even go there, and, right? And but, to be you know. honest, there's two things I'm thinking of because just from my own personal experience, sometimes I don't want to go to the Father because I want that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or I want to spend that money on that. So if I ask my Father, oh, Lord, you know, I really want to do that trip with my family. I don't even want to ask you. I don't even want to ask you if I can go because you might say no. And we have this 
thing inside that we're thinking, like, I'm just thinking there, there's got to be people who are like me who think that God's just going to keep saying no all the time, that he's just going to want to keep us sending our, all our money to Africa. So then it's just easier to have the 1% or 2% or 3 or 10 that we know we're giving to church and we just know that parameter. We've got that, um, we've got that that rule in our heads and it's just easier. It's easier to have the outline of that little mm-hmm. law in our life and says, okay, oh, well, I God, asked says, God, one, I asked ask God, God once, once and, that's and he, it, he said, <laughs> he said, give this percentage and I'm good. And I might be offending a lot of people out there by even saying this out loud. And I'm not saying that percentages are bad, but, and but, Tim, I think you'd concur with that, right? But, in a sense of sometimes we need to get a plan work that you know you have that before the lord and you go okay we you know we've created a plan and and we feel right before the lord not that the lord can't change the plan along the way but you you start doing the plan right and we encourage people to plan give plan giving but sometimes god throws a curveball in and we can't we have to be in relationship with the father to know what he's saying and i guess my encouragement and that's the hard part because it's easier to follow a two, five, 10% rule than it is to walk in relationship. It sounds funny, but I, would you agree? Yeah, I think, I think where we're going with that, Reb, maybe is, you know, we're, we're, our, that formula turns um, us away from relationship into religion. Mm-hmm. And and he and God our Father wants um, wants us in the relationship. So sometimes, you know, he gives us extra so that it can go to the orphan or it can go to the capital campaign. Other times, we're to celebrate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the one thing uh, Dave and I were talking. Well, I, all three of us were talking about as we were prepping here is is the tithe of uh, I call it the party tithe. Yeah, party right? tithe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I know I like that term. <laughs> I, I think I gotta get a sermon. I'm gonna. Pre- <laughs> Hear a sermon for that, and just go around and preach that one for a while. Right? Well, yeah. you know the 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 Israelites were actually um, commanded mm-hmm. by God mm-hmm. um, to set aside money to celebrate, mm-hmm. and they celebrated for for days. Now, part of that was worship and repentance and and real heart change. Mm-hmm. But um, but they celebrated. They had a good time in mm-hmm. who their God was and what He had done. And I, I think you know we we forget about that and as you were talking earlier Reb too often we think God is you know he's holding back that mm-hmm. yeah, he gives us so that we can just give away give away give away he wants us to be generous givers he wants us to give with joy he doesn't want us to be right. be the, those Jaime that Scrooge saying I have to or I gave more you know being a proud person or something um, and so I think that's really where the freedom comes from uh, because because, you know, if, if we go to him and and we say, okay, we're not sure about what to do with this this resource, um, then, uh, you know, whether it's money or whether it's extra food or we have a cottage or, you know, we're going on a trip and there, whatever. Um, but, but for us to go to him and say, Father, what do you want us to do? With your resource, mm-hmm. and and to listen and to work that through. If we're married, to to be talking to our spouse about that, and I know Kathy and I, we've done that numerous times um, since I've really recognized this concept. And and when we do those things, yeah, it's always we always question spending money on our family a lot more than I would 
to give it away. Um, so I don't know if that's a cultural thing or my my own thing or whatever. But but we have got to the point where we can have great peace about that to say no. This is for the this is for the kids. That's why he's done that. Or this is for our family, mm-hmm. and we can go and do that. Sometimes it's we spend le- next to anything, uh, no- nothing on it. It's just time together. Mm-hmm. Other times it's it's been significant. But 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 to be able to go and really enjoy um, mm-hmm. his presence, his gifting, um, and interact with our kids about mm-hmm. that to say, yeah, we've been blessed, and so this is what this time God has decided for us to do. Mm-hmm. Other times we'll let them. Know. No, no, you know what? <laughs> um, th- this this family time is going to be really reasonable because we're, um, you know, we're financially doing, we're yeah. we're doing something else with mm-hmm. the money, and we can all celebrate that too. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we talk about a lot at more than enough, and and it's really one of the key principles that we talk about is this idea of making every spending decision a spiritual one, in a sense of bringing your financial decisions to the Father and saying, okay, Lord, you know. I'm going to, you know, go on a date with Reb and and we're going to spend X number of dollars or, you know, I can, we can give to the poor to the, to the same amount of money. What do you want to do with that? And there's a significant amount of freedom that happens there when I, we actually go, okay, Reb, let's go enjoy ourselves because in a sense, we have the endorsement of the creator of the universe when he says, yeah, go have... Take your wife out on a date and and spend the time with her and and be in relationship with her. Uh, I got something else planned. I'm I'm going to ask Tim to give to the orphans. So yeah. you know, <laughs> okay, that's the way God but, works. But right? I think I think one of the things that we, as Dave said, you know, sometimes I think we keep saying it over and over again. It's really about the heart. It's about knowing that we're the beloved sons and daughters mm-hmm. of God, and out of that place. We walk in relationship. We ask him, what do you want us to do today with our time, our resources, our expertise? It's not always about money. It's stewarding everything we have. How are we to care for our children? How are we in this season of our our life? What are we to do? Is this a rest season or is this a busy season? It's about everything. We're stewarding everything. And, And I was just going back to these Galatians verses. If you folks out there, go read the whole content text of Galatians and understand what Jesus has done. Because the word says in Galatians 3 verse 24 that the law was given to us. All of those things about tithing, about all of that was given to us to bring us to Christ, that we would be justified by faith. It has had its purpose, but now we are living in freedom in Christ Jesus. He has freed us and set us free to become cheerful givers, to be generous givers, to not, to not, when, when we see, see, this is the other thing. We think, well, I have to give here because, you know, someone might be watching and, and then I have to be, you know, or, or when we watch others give and we think, oh, aren't they great? They, they gave to the orphans and the widows. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then there's a another family who's using their money to go to Tim Hortons or take their family out for dinner and do we have judgments on other people about how they're using their money when it's not we need to take the log out of our own eye so maybe we can say something about a speck but we've got to look at our own lives first because we're I'm casting judgment on people I've done it Mm -hmm, I I think mm -hmm. well they're not giving at all like it's anyway it's not good I've had to confess it because because it's not my business. 
what my business is is what how I'm walking with my own in my own relationship with the Father. Which comes back to that intimacy thing that mm-hmm. we, we've been talking about, right? Uh, seeking Him, learning Him, knowing His heart. Uh, if we know His heart, then we know what He wants the resources to be done with, uh, what, what, what He wants us to use the resources for. Just a, a verse that comes to mind, Reb, that you were talking earlier, and this was something that I think uh, a while ago uh, was was something I had to overcome, was that 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 thinking of God as, um, as not, never, you know, just just being in a negative context, mm-hmm. right? That that I yeah. always have to give to his causes, and mm. well, everything is his cause, right? <laughs> but but uh, I, I like Romans eight twenty eight to thirty three, and I'm just going to read parts of it. But it really talks about his heart for us, um, and we know that all uh, that in all things, uh, God works for the good of those who love Him, who are called according to His purpose. I'm going to skip down a little bit, and then it says, um, uh, "If God is for us, who can be a Against us, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. So, you know, he gave everything to mm-hmm. us that he could and then we we forget that and we're concerned about a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks again he 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 created the world mm-hmm. filled it full mm-hmm. of gold mm-hmm. um he's going to share those resources for the reasons that he needs or he wants us to be involved with so here's a little pop quiz reb because we're you know financial guys what's the difference between 10 bucks and ten thousand dollars from god's perspective a couple zeros. Yeah, that's it. It's a couple zeros. Good answer, right? Think about that from God's perspective and say, it's only zeros. It's nothing. There is nothing. There's no difference. Zero. You know, quantifiably, there are zero dollars between ten bucks and ten thousand dollars when God looks at it from His perspective. And one, and and not not to cut you off, Dave, but what, I, I think about this often, and the analogy that that I come to is um, uh, that. Um, um, it's like God. It's like me being out in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. and 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 asking for salt water, right? Yeah. Like it, it has no value because yeah. there's so much of it, right? And yet we think, wow. you know, money has such a it is so significant, but for God, it isn't. Yeah. And this is where we c- want to call you back into His Word to understand who He is and who He says about Himself, because your experience right now may be throwing lots of doubt in your face and you can hear us talking and you're thinking yeah yeah good for you guys who are on the radio and well Mm -hmm. we've walked a lot Mm -hmm. and we're still walking a lot of what God is uncovering about his nature so our challenge to you and our homework is go discover what God is saying to you about your circumstance and about how he wants you to use his resources start to understand that he owns it all mm-hmm. and you are his steward and it's it's not just terminology Christ has called to set you free he's mm-hmm. come to set you free to to carry out his purpose and and your giftings that you have things you love to do it's not doing stuff you hate it's it's walking in relationship uncovering who you are and what he's gifted you in and going forth and pouring that out in resources and finances and expertise he's he's not an ogre up there with a whip mm-hmm. he's a loving father who wants to transform your life and your family and your community through you 
by having you express his love to ev- everyone around you. And the, you know, when Christ said, I only do what the Father tells me to do, I only say what the Father mm-hmm. tells me to say, um, boy, that sounds an awful lot like being a steward. And, and the reality is, is it's such a good place to be. If, if Christ can be content saying those words, then, and it's, a, and it's good, and, and, and it's really good, and, and then I think we can all do the same. And remember, Christ, Christ's goal was to die. That's why he came to this earth. But our goal is to glorify God, is to share the love. And it may look like martyr. It may look like a martyr, but it may not. Like, we're not all called to the same destination that Christ was. In fact, none of us are called to that destination. Christ was only called to that. But God has a specific plan and a purpose for you and for the resources that he has given you to accomplish his will here on earth. And he's not going to come up short. He won't. Wow. Wow. Again. Oh, thanks, Tim, so much for these great conversations. Well, let's just pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for your grace, your goodness, your compassion, your power. We want to thank you for your provision that there is no lack with you. And so, Lord, as we walk out this journey of going, okay, Lord, what do we do today? Uh, what are you up to today? How can we use the resources you've given here to share your love with the world around us? Lord, teach us that. Teach us that day by day. Let me just pray this in Christ's name. Great, great show. Thanks again, Tim. Thank Thanks you. for joining You're us. You're welcome. If you uh, want to hear previous shows, again, Tim was on a few months ago. Uh, just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. You can find that on iTunes. Of course, you can find uh, Tim's previous show there as well. And please join us when we talk money next week. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.